Yo. Gentlemen. Hello, Abe. Sam, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Ryan's back Sam? this week. Welcome back, Ryan. Hey, thanks. Oh, God. I, oh. So, do you guys ever eat Mexican food the exact same place two days in a row and then take a nap in the middle of the day and then wake up? Never. Never. Honestly, dude, I have never, never done what you just described. Ryan, do you think Abe is dying? Like, I mean, do you think he's just like, I mean, he's like very ill. I think he's speeding it up. I mean, obviously... From the time we're born, we start dying. But I, I really yeah. think Abe's on a Abe's in the carpool lane. Yeah. <laughs> because every time I go out to eat with this guy, it, it's never like a good like um, period after a few hours after. It's always like he always has this very very like painful look on his face. Yeah, yeah I mean, he I just got beat up. And, and I've always, you know, I'm not I'm guilty of not doing this. But I mean, I, you know, the, the first thing you learn about like nutrition and stuff is you eat for fuel. You eat just to fuel your body. You know what I mean? You, you give your body the fuel it needs. That's my problem. Right. Abe eats to get sick. Yeah, like I eat, I'll, I'll pack it in like I'm like a bear ready to hibernate. <laughs> when really, you know, I should just, I should eat slow. And then as soon as I'm full, I should stop. But instead I had this huge chimichanga today. And who, eats a, who, eats, who eats a chimichanga? Isn't that a, <laughs> isn't that a fried burrito? Is that what that is? <laughs> oh, it's funny. Sam, it's funny you said that because as I was eating it, I was just thinking, I'm like, wow, I found a new way to add more calories to my burrito. Well, I, but I, I always see you eating. I've, I've actually never seen anybody order a chimichanga besides you. Like, I remember chimichangas like from when I was a kid back in, I think there was a uh, chain called Pizza Dead Chimichangas. Like, I think it's like an, it was like an American introduction to burrito. Yeah. And right. You you carried that on like I I see you going into like regular burrito joints and ordering chimichangas. I've never once seen a chimichanga go to a table besides for you. Like you've become like you are like you are Chi Chi now. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you because as I was eating it, I was thinking to myself, "Wow, I just added what, hundreds of calories with all this deep fried grease yeah. for no reason." The burrito's already terrible for you. Yeah, like it it it, it wasn't needed at all. Just adding a ton of, of oil didn't help things out. Like, it, for you, it's almost like I'd be happy if I just heard, oh, Abe just had a traditional burrito. Like, he didn't actually have a deep fried. <laughs> to me, that that would be like a healthy choice for you. Oh, it was great. Yeah, Abe had a burrito for dinner. He didn't even have a, it wasn't even a chimichanga. He had an actual burrito on a regular flour tortilla. <laughs> that is true. I mean, if Abe said to us, I just had a taco, I would be like... That would be remarkable if Abe yeah. told us he just had a single taco or even two. That's like him a handful of kale. <laughs> <laughs> like so he, always, Abe, he always finds a way to take a food item and make it as, as bad as possible. Like if you order like a burger, Abe always gets like extra mayonnaise. Could you put an extra patty? Could you put cheese <laughs> in between all the patties? It's always this Wait, what? <laughs> I request extra cheese in between each patty? <laughs> I've never <laughs> done that. But I, I always see you asking for like way too many toppings. Usually, not 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 too much lettuce. Could you put <laughs> lard? The tomato. Could you put lard it's in between the burgers? Could you butter each side <laughs> of the bun? It's always something like that. Can I dip it in mayo? There was a video I saw this week. A guy deep fried his nine hundred dollar Yeezys. He just put them in a deep fryer for no reason, and I thought that would be a his nine hundred dollar what? His Yeezys. Uh, his his yeah, Kanye shoes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And he ate them? No, he just deep fried them. I don't know why. I guess maybe he eat them. You could probably eat them. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I definitely thought that would be you. I mean, Abe, so l- let me go back for a second and ask why you went to the same Mexican restaurant twice and what the nap had to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, yesterday, I just went after work. Right. And then today I had to bring okay, so I I got my car to dealership so I get free oil changes for like two years or something. But they didn't say, you know, when when you were filling out the paperwork that it's not like Jiffy Lube where you just roll in and get an oil change. Oh no, yeah. Usually to make appointments and they're like, Oh, we'll call you when it's done around six and you drop it off at noon. Exactly. So I had to call my mom and say, Hey mom, could you pick me up at the dealership? Meet me right. there. They told me it's gonna be many hours. Oh well, we well if you drop it off at noon, we might be able to get to it before the end of the day. That's what they told me. 
So I brought it in, and the guy's like, oh, so you're just going to wait here for it, right? And I said, what? And they told me it was many hours. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Well, probably an hour tops. <laughs> We're okay. Whatever. So now I have my mom there with me. So we went to get food, and we're driving up and down the street. We see the, the usual suspects, and then she's like, ooh, Jalisco's. And it's actually Jalisco's, but I call it Jalisco's because yeah. I'm an ignorant American, I guess. And it's funny because I was working out with someone yesterday. After it's funny I, real quick how you know what Jalisco's, and you actually made a comment to say it, it actually is Jalisco's. I know. I can't stop. I can't, I can't say it right. It's Jalisco's. I'll, yeah. I'll try to say it. But yesterday I was working out with this guy who's Mexican. And he's like, yeah, I haven't eaten all day. I said, oh, I just went to Jalisco's. And he's like, Jalisco's, bro. And then later on, we were talking about how he wasn't born here. And I said, where were you born? And he said, Jalisco. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he was, he was actually born in Jalisco, Mexico. <laughs> what are the odds of that? I ate at Jalisco's, and that's where he was born. Anyways. So today, my mom's like, ooh, Jalisco's. But she calls it Jalisco's, too. So Thank I said, you. oh, I had that yesterday. And she's like, oh, okay. And then we're driving up and down. I'm like, and you could tell she really wanted to go to Jalisco's. You know, Sam, like if you and I are driving and you really badly want something, I could tell on your face right away. Yeah. Like, ooh, Arby's. <laughs> yeah, you know, me and Arby's. <laughs> You keep talking about the market fresh sandwiches. Yeah. Like, oh, Abe. <laughs> and I keep saying, I'm like, let's fresh. see, let's see, Sam Chipotle, Jimmy John's, and you're like, yeah, yeah, but I really want that market fresh bacon cheddar yeah. ranch. I, just, I mean, just to clarify, I don't think I've even seen an Arby's in ten years. I'm pretty sure <laughs> the franchise folded a long time ago. No, there's actually one. I just saw one oh, today. Okay. That was one of the options when we went to okay. whatever. So right. we went there, and yesterday I went there by myself. And I got four tacos. And that's a lot. And I could barely get through it. And I, I was in a food coma after that one. So I said to myself, I'm going to eat light tomorrow. And here I found myself again at Jalisco's. And of course, what do I get? The chimichanga. God. <laughs> and it was. I think a chimichanga is probably equivalent to about 10 tacos in terms of its. Uh terms of like fat content and calories and picture the size of a football that's how big this thing was like i couldn't yeah. breathe after i ate it congratulations so of course after i eat something like that i have to take a nap because i woke woke up to it like three o'clock three fifteen or whatever because i want to be fresh for this podcast mm-hmm. so anyways that's why i said do you ever wake up feeling disgusting after having jaliscos two days in a row and, and that's and that's where we're at right now <laughs> wow. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> so now that we're up to date, <laughs> do you guys ever find yourselves? <laughs> this is probably. I shouldn't bring this up because this is probably another. Uh, just like how you guys have never been in the situation with Jalisco's. Have you guys ever found? <laughs> well, Ryan, you you do morning radio, so you 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 might understand this a little bit more than so you don't wake up as Sam doesn't wake up as early as we do. Do you ever jump up and down when you're at work? Like, if you have to go to the bathroom to, like, kind of loosen things up? Please. No. No, I have not ever done that. I, I have a pretty regular bathroom situation. Sam? No. Of course, I mean, of course no one does that. Of course I don't jump up and down. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> See, and really let, me just, let me let me just point out real quick, and I, I hate to be like the buzzkill big picture guy, but there, Abe, there's got to be a reason that the two are related. That Sam nor I have ever had a nap after two days of police goes, and we also <laughs> don't have to jump up and down. Like, there, it's not a coincidence that you're the only one doing this weird shit after eating the garbage you eat. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know what I mean. No, yeah, well, that's why I was, I was going to tell you guys it's a good technique if if your stomach hurts and no, you don't you, you don't. Know what a, be- a better technique is not <laughs> not putting yourself in that position. That's the best technique. Ryan, to not eat Jalisco. Ryan is a better in a row. Ryan, a chimichanga. Ryan is a better technique eating blueberries. No, you don't. Ha- it's not one or the other. You can just eat right. like a normal human. You can have some mac I mean, and cheese. You can have a hot dog. You can have yeah. a couple tacos. You had two days at the same place of making yourself sick, and and it's not a coincidence that you're the only person on earth who gets to jump up and down <laughs> to, to go to the bathroom. Not every Here. time. I'm talking about when you know. Sometimes 
you wake up, you go to the bathroom, and then it becomes one of those days where you realize, oh, man, I'm going to be in this bathroom a number of times before <laughs> 9 a.m. So when you're in that predicament, sometimes it helps if you go in the bathroom, jump up and down, and then somehow it's kind of like, you ever go on Subway where they take that mayo bottle and they go, like they hit it to get it all to the bottom? You ever, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. right, Ryan? I do know. I, I know what you're talking about. It's, it's actually, I, like how that's, I like how that's a point of reference for this. That's <laughs> a point of reference. How, how, they, how they try to get the last drops out of the mayo bottle at some point. <laughs> that's pretty sad. You know, honestly, Abe, I, I got to say, man, I mean, don't you, do you ever get worried about your health? Like, I feel like you have all these bad reactions just to the simple act of eating. Like, that should be a big concern. Like, you know, you're, you're in your early to mid-30s now. I mean, you're at the age where people, I, and I, I, I'm stunned. So I said this, people could start having heart attacks, develop, like, long-term health issues, which you, you may you may have, and, and you probably don't go to the doctor, so you don't get checkups or anything. So, I mean, do, do you ever, like, worry about your own personal health? I mean, I do. Ryan, as a friend, do you worry about him? I, I sure do when I hear these stories. I, I think for me, I honestly, I think for me, I always, because Abe's, Abe's like, um, and I mean this in the best possible way, Abe's like a cockroach <laughs> in, 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 in that he survives <laughs> through almost any and everything. Like, he just survived. He's, he's like, indistri- it's crazy. Like, I've never heard Abe <laughs> not do what he's supposed to do. He, like, he's been tired, sick. But he's all he just like trudges through, and I, that to me, I I don't worry about him because I think, well, I, I guarantee he'll be fine. You're he, right, Ryan. That, you're right, Ryan. That was fine. that was quite the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> it actually kind of almost was, Abe. I mean, because I, I I don't I don't look at you as favorably as your health as favorably as the cockroach. As well. <laughs> Those healthy cockroaches. I don't, I, I don't mean a kind. I don't mean it like that. No, I, mean, I, I, Abe, no, I, I know. Always, you he's always fine. Like he always comes yeah. out of everything okay. It, it's yeah. weird. <laughs> you mean you mean like the the perpetual state of the cockroach? Like it always not like Abe. Yeah, you is you, a cockroach. Like it, yeah. it would take a nuclear sort of situation to to kill the cockroach and. It, I don't, maybe it was a terrible analogy. No, it I wasn't just, because if, if, if <laughs> you, you're right, Ryan. Because if if you blow up a house, you see it on fire, and then you just see a cockroach walking out out of the house unscathed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, since you guys aren't on the same page with that, let, let's move on to something else. And I, I have a feeling you guys are actually on board with me for this one. Now, if, if you're in the military, you deserve respect and everything and everything else. But don't you hate the people who, as soon as someone says, I'm in the army, or I'm in there, like, thank you for your service. Like, they say thank you for your service before the guy even says what branch he's in. Yeah, I'm in the Marines. Thank you for your service. I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, thank I, you I, for your service. Thank you for your But wait, no, hang on. The guy didn't even fit. Like, the guy's like, yeah, so I'm a green Marine. Thank you for your service. Like, they want, they want <laughs> yeah. to get it in. So they want to be the first one to say it. They're all people who would never fight for the country, but they—they're the first well, you know, one to. You, uh, I think you're making a lot of generalities. I mean, I'm gonna—I'm gonna stop you right there. I mean, you don't know, first of all, that they wouldn't fight for the country if they had to. You don't know Most that. of them wouldn't, and, and and I but, think it's just a general nicety. I when you you know you see a service man or woman, like you know you thank them for the service. There's nothing wrong with that. You could thank them for their service, I mean, but let them explain to you first what they do. You don't have to be like, look, you're in a crowd full of people. Yeah, so I'm uh, 13th. 13th Squadron Marine. I'll at least let them tell me their position before I'm like, oh, thank you for your service. I'm not so like. Only certain positions deserve a thank you. Go ahead. Here, Ryan. You be the Marine at the airport. Yeah, oh. I just got home. I just, uh, deploy- just got back in deployment. I, uh. Oh, no, we think it's your service. <laughs> what, 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 what? <laughs> your arm, your army, you're an army man? I'm actually a Marine. Oh, thanks for your service, service, service. <laughs> That's how it is. <laughs> Let, let me tell you something. So my dad was in the army, uh, and he was stationed in Germany for a few years. My dad is not the kind of guy who would ever tell anyone that. You know what I mean? Like he would never just go up to someone and be like, "Yeah, he's in the army." Um, and second of all, if someone ever did say thank you for your service, he would say, uh, I, "I was just, I just did banking in Germany. I didn't see." Like he would down. 
I feel like there's the type of person who looks for the thank you for your service. Oh yeah, like the, and, and and there are there's you know like for instance, our grandpa fought in World War II, and I, I know he fought actually. Mm-hmm. So if you said thank you for your service, he actually did serve. Right. Yeah, like you know, I think so. He that was he was in a time of war, and I think that people weren't as thankful when we weren't in a time of war, but we're coming out of a time of war again. So I feel like most people you meet, younger people who were in in uh, the military, had probably served. There's a good chance they actually served. In, Let uh, me make this very clear. Like an active. I'm combat. not. I'm not saying you shouldn't say they. I have no problem with you saying thank you for your service. I'm saying relax for a second and then tell them thank you for your service. Right, like, have a conversation. Have a conversation about their service before you rush. No, I agree. I agree. It's like they don't. I, I it's do. like they don't even care about what the guy has to say. All they want to do is make it known that, that they said thank you for your service to everyone. You hear me? I'm well, the first one who said it. It's thank you for your like, service. Um, it's like seeing a celebrity in person, right? Like if 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 you're at dinner and you just crouch down and start taking a selfie with them, <laughs> you know, it's almost like <laughs> exactly. Let's Let's first lay a little, like, pleasantry. Let's say, like, hey, you know, what branch of the military or, you know, I mean, there's, it's a little thirsty to just jump right into yeah. it. Yeah. You don't just say, hey, I, hey. And I'm, I'm with you. I, I, Abe, I agree with you. And, I, and I'm, not, I'm with you, and I also feel the need to say there's nothing wrong with thanking people for their service, and I think you should. But maybe just have have a human interaction with them before you rush to that. Yeah, like, you don't go up to Jennifer Lawrence and say, J-Law selfie? No, you would say, oh, hi, uh, you know, Jennifer, nice meeting you, and blah, blah, blah. Do you mind if we take a picture? Not selfie! Selfie, J-Law! J-Law, selfie! Selfie, (laughs) J-Law! Thank you for your service! Yeah, so I'm a third-tier beret Marine for the... Service! Thank you, service, service! Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, Third-tier Marine... uh, and uh, from the 14th Squadron. Thank you, service. Tier, what is, what is, is it? Is it or is it the actual movie? A third tier Marine. Third, that's like my rank in Halo. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what the hell you're talking about, a third tier Marine. <laughs> and, and just to let you know that I'm not a scumbag, I was at a restaurant uh, a couple days ago. And this lady walked in. It was one of the restaurants in the theater district, like right by my work. Mm-hmm. She looked like Liza Minnelli, this lady, but fat. Liza Minnelli's fat, right? I um. Well, she was a heavy set, uh, raven haired woman with a Liza Minnelli face and big mouth. Okay. So I'm sitting there and I just hear ah, and then she slammed. There, there was an old man sitting next to me who was like 90, and she slams it. She fell. She she like slipped coming in, and she slammed into the table I was at. And she's like, oh, 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 uh, uh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm just so embarrassed. And the waitress like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I think I slipped on some water that you guys spilled back there. But I'm just so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. And then she sits right next to me. And then I said, I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I actually recently fell in a mall, which is a lie. I fell in a mall when I was like 16. So I made her feel better. And God. then then the lady You're so weird. Wait, hang on. No, because I was trying to I was trying to console her, Ryan. No, Come on. I, I, I get it. I Look get at it. Sam, no heart. So I said, Oh, no, you know that's a weird way to consult somebody by telling them you've also recently fallen. <laughs> Honestly, Abe, I seriously feel like sometimes you're like Larry David retarded like <laughs> <laughs> like the, the stuff you do, the positions and situations, and your reactions are like—it's like curb your enthusiasm, but for like mentally challenged people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I recently fell in a mall. It's okay. You're rubbing this fat lady's back. Uh, Which she kept. I recently th- fell in a mall. No, wait, hang on. I said that. I said, yeah, I fell in the middle of a mall. <laughs> oh my god! Which dude. is actually a true story. I think I was with Sam. Actually, do you remember that, Sam? Uh, I, how long ago was this? I don't know. I was probably like between <laughs> somewhere between fifteen and seventeen. We were walking well, in a mall. I remember you falling in a mall eight years ago. I don't know why I remember. Uh, <laughs> why do you remember that? Because I remember I made it. Like, remember how when Willy Wonka. Uh, 
Remember how Willy Wonka did the somersault? Like he made it look like it was on purpose. He did do it on purpose, but I did something like that. I fell, and then I did like a roll, like to try to make it look like I did it on purpose. I remember that. That almost looks the worst. Like why would you be doing a somersault in the middle of a? Fall? <laughs> I didn't do a somersault. I was a fake out somersault. That looks worse. That's more worse than a guy just falling. <laughs> So anyways, I wanted to make her feel good about herself. And she's like, oh, I'm just so embarrassed. Oh, you're so sweet. Then the lady uh, on the left of her, she goes, oh, that happened to me too recently. I fell at a restaurant. So everyone around her is telling her that they fell. And then the whole dinner, she's like, oh, you're so sweet. You guys made me feel so comfortable. Thank you so much. So we helped her out because she looked like a big moron. Then the whole dinner, she wouldn't stop screaming about it. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm Why so, were you that close to her all dinner? Did she stay at your table? <laughs> no, it was like it was tight quarters. The <laughs> tables were very at, close. Were you at the burrito joining? Oh no, you said you were at a restaurant in, in the theater. It was it was it was one of those setups where one side of the table is um like a booth. Is like a bench. Yeah, yeah like yeah, a yeah, bench, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So right, I was okay. right on top of her. Okay. And then she, when I left, she made it a point to like touch my arm and say thank you again. Uh, that's very sweet of you. Did and you get a number? Yeah. <laughs> We're going steady. God, that's funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, so she was... Uh, I, I just went out of my way to make her feel good about herself, which is something that you guys would probably never do. Right. No, yeah. No, you're, you're right. I like that that was your, that was your follow-up to, I just want to prove I'm not a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> Where once again I did get another humongous meal that made me almost puke. I think I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try to start eating only pineapple, um, watermelon. What else? Grapes, I guess. Maybe yeah. maybe a fruit salad those every the, day. Those are the three healthy items. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some orange juice, maybe as a drink. But that's well, a lot of problem, sugar, and not not to get back on, on this track. But the problem, I, I don't, I don't think your problem has ever been that you hate eating healthy things. Like you'll eat raisins and crazy. You'll go on like, you know, you'll have a handful of cashews or walnuts or something, and some some fruit. But then you follow it with, it's like it's everything that happens in between. Yeah, like I'll follow it with a chimichanga with extra sour cream. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's fine if you want to start eating blueberries and, and honeydew melon, but I think the key is to drop the other stuff. And, and the more the more disgusting you eat, you start finding yourself doing other disgusting things. Like, I was writing stuff on a post-it, and I dropped the post-it on the ground at work, and I used my foot to catch it, and then I, I led the post-it up the wall with my foot and then mm. pushed it into the wall at a, a, a lower area of the wall that I could just grab it from as opposed to just bending down and picking it up. You're like a, like a year away from getting a grabber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talked about that right. before. The guy, the guy, when I, I bought a dishwasher off Craigslist, the guy had the grabber. It was the most disgusting thing ever. Get the keys right there. And then he opens up the, the cabinet with the grabber. Here's the keys. <laughs> Then you have to grab the keys off this this grabber that has like peanut butter on it, dirt, <laughs> leaf remnants, leaf remnants. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, it, it doesn't get much lazier than running a post-it note up a wall with your foot. No, <laughs> no, just, no. And that is that's the truest thing you've ever said. When I did it too. <laughs> There was um, a girl I work with, and she she even called me out. She's like, "That was the laziest thing I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> and I was after I did it, I was like, "Man, why didn't I just bend down and pick it up?" But it, it took me three times as long to run it up the wall with my foot, and then push it onto the wall, and then so that it was an arm's length, and I was able to grab it. Hold on, I'm dog sitting for my brother. I'm being quiet this week. Hey, Owen, let's relax. Owen, huh? Shh. Owen, relax. Relax. Hi, Dill. Hi, Owen. Okay. Sorry, guys. Oh, wow. Is he named after the great Owen Hart? He is. (laughs) Named after Owen Hart. The late Owen Hart. (laughs) (laughs) And when 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 it's time for Owen... Go ahead. Sorry, Sam. 
I say once a year does he do the blue blazer gimmick? <laughs> he does. He's currently doing a run as blue blazer. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who aren't wrestling fans, uh, the blue blazer was a uh, the character that Owen Hart died. Owen Hart, Owen Hart was the blue blazer, and he died while in that cause. The blue, oh, look it up on Google. God. The blue blazer. Do you remember? Do you guys Kevin, remember? Ke- Kevin's already decided when it's time to put him to sleep, they're just going to drop him from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like, hey, uh, Kevin, why is Owen in a blue blazer costume? You just see Kevin tearing up. You're like, why do you have, why do you have a mini ring set up outside your house and he goes to the roof and drops him? <laughs> That's how Owen Hart died, by the way. In case you're he wondering what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what's I'm funny? Glad, I'm glad they're giving him an opportunity for that run. You know what's funny about the blue blazer? It, it shows you how dumb Sam and I it shows you how stupid Sam and I were when we were little kids. Because the blue blazer was it turns out he was a loser wrestler, but just oh, because you're not gonna, you're not gonna, are you going to tell a story about WrestleMania five right now? No, <laughs> are you going to tell a story about WrestleMania five when I thought I, I know we just I know oh I know yeah I, Sam you know what you you just you know what you just did you just brought up a funnier what? story that I'm going to tell instead. Well, it's not really yeah. funny though. <laughs> yeah, at the age of eight, literally eight. I predicted the Blue Blazer would beat Mr. Perfect. I was eight. That was no, no, no. That's not what I was going to talk about, but let's bring it up since you brought it up. Ryan, Sam goes, Blue, Blue Blazer did an interview where he said, if Mr. Perfect beats me, he's going to have to be Mr. Super Perfect. Oh, there he is. There's Owen the Blue Blazer. And then, and then, and then all, all month leading up to WrestleMania, Sam said, well, guys, if he beats Mr. Perfect, in order for Mr. Perfect to beat him, he's going to have to be Mr. Super Perfect. That's all I know, guys. I can't see him beating yeah, the Blazer. I can't see Perfect beating the Blazer at Mania, guys. The way I, I see it is... Hold on, hold on, guys, guys. Someone's at the door. Guys, 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 guys. Hold on. Someone's at the door. Who is it? Who is it? King Haku? <laughs> yeah. Is it the Rockers <laughs> at the door? Jim the Envil Nightmare? Coco Beware looking to reform high energy. Oh, my God. What's the big boss man doing here? Where's the Blue Blazer at? <laughs> all right. Sorry. Keep going. No, but Sam, all he kept saying was, oh, if he's going to beat him, guys, he's yep, going to have to be Mr. Yep. Super Perfect. Yep. And then we watched... Yeah, the- they melted and gave me the scoop when I was eight, so I didn't... Uh, then we watched <laughs> we watched a Survivor Series video from the year before. We thought the Blue Blazer was undefeated. And then he gets pinned by Greg the Hammer Valentine, or he taps out to Greg the Hammer Valentine's uh, figure four leg leg in like three seconds. <laughs> so the whole time we thought he was this invincible wrestler, and it turns out he was just a loser. And again, that was this was 1989 too, by the way. Guys, so. the way I see it is for the Blazer We're to pull this one off. There's only one way he's going to pull it off, my fellas. Poor prediction. My poor <laughs> prediction for the WrestleMania Five pre-show. We're still talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally 26 years ago. We're still talking about that one. But I predicted that I predicted that there was no way the Blue Blazer could lose to Mr. Perfect. <laughs> one way I see it going down, guys. Blazer going over. Only way yep. he's going to lose if it's Mr. Super Perfect. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Funny. I was uh, walking into work today, and we so we have a side door that they allow you to go in during non-business hours, and the guy who sits back there is always sleeping. So you have to hit the bell like a few times to wake him up. Mm-hmm. So the day before... Is that not a problem? I mean, is that not problematic for anyone that the guy who's working is? Like, it's just, it, you just say it like it's understood. You have to hit a bell to wake up the employee. Yeah. Well, it, and then not only did, do you have to wake him up, but then he stares you down as you walk in because he's behind glass. He'll just stare right. you down the whole time. So I don't know where why they can't find a better employee. People are always crying they can't have jobs. When you want a job, even, okay, sure, it's third shift. But if you work from like 11 p.m. to 6 a.m., all you have to do is sit behind glass and just buzz people in behind bulletproof yeah, glass. Yeah, literally the only requirement is to stay awake. <laughs> exactly. That's all you have to You have one thing <laughs> to do. The interview like, can you imagine the interview like, stay awake? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, sure. 
<laughs> I see that you're a human being. That's good. Um, <laughs> do you have any problems staying awake? Oh, yeah, I, I could probably pull that off. Now, you sure? We need you to stay awake. All the time? Well, not all the time. All right, cool. I'll take the job. Can I get OT if I fall asleep through my shift? <laughs> so he always wakes up. You ever see people in school when they fall asleep at their desk and then the bell rings and they wake up looking kind of confused? Yeah. That's how he wakes up every time. I'll ring the bell. Sometimes I'll hit it four times. Oh, and then he stares me down the whole I'm like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Doesn't say anything, stares me down. Like, oh, oh yeah, mother effer? Yeah, keep walking. I don't think he's staring you down. He's just confused. He doesn't know where he's at. He hits right? the button. He, he hits the button to buzz me in before he even looks out to see who's there. So anyone can it's come in. It's a panic in. thing. That's like turning off my alarm when I hear it. I don't sit up and go like, ah, it's a good morning. I just, like, in a in a rush, reach for the alarm. That's what he's doing. He just want, He's making that noise stop. He's not buzzing you in. <laughs> so, this happens every day. And, and, and on Monday, is it Monday or Friday? Whatever it was. I rang it a bunch of times, and no one, no one ever popped up. So he was either in a sleeping bag under the desk, or he just he was in there. Whatever happened, so I had to walk around the building to go in at like you know four something in the morning. So today, I ring the bell and I didn't see one, so I hit it again, and then I see this long finger because okay, so okay, so I'm outside a door. Then there's a hallway, and then there's a glass box, and 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 there's there's a window in the door, so I could see through the window. To them in the back in this big glass box or whatever inside. So I just see this huge finger and she's like waving her finger at me. And then she buzzes me and she's like, you only got to ring it once. You only got to ring it once. And I said, oh, I didn't see one time. Just ring it one time. One time. She's like screaming at me. Okay. First of all. Why didn't you respond to the first time I rang it? Second of all, I'm right. used to ringing it four to nine times to wake this other guy up. <laughs> and now I'm the a-hole because I rang it twice. Uh-uh. She's like, mm-mm. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He, he ain't ringing that bell twice. Oh, uh, no, he ain't ringing it twice. And then, wait, she, then she stared isn't me Isn't she already, like, isn't it already, she's already wrong because you had to ring it twice. Yeah, but I mean, I rang it once and then waited a couple seconds and rang it again. I mean, oh, why is it? But okay. why, wait, why isn't she just in the window where I could see her? Like, was she laying right. on the desk? I, I couldn't see her. And then her head pops out of nowhere, waving that finger. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I know he didn't ring it twice. Uh-uh. Then she stared me down when I walked in. Is this work or is this like a post? <laughs> like, it's weird. Here, here's the thing. It's it. I don't understand why these people have a hard time. Like at my job, right? I've had to go in weird hours. I go in. I don't know. Sometimes at either like one in the morning or like four in the morning, and they're always awake. Not these. Why people. is this? Why? Why? Why do they have such a hard time staying awake there? <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, now we're talking about two people who can't stay up during work. You mentioned a sleeping bag. Like, who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, like, there, there are people like the, that work the boring jobs overnight, right? That don't fall asleep. Yeah, I have friends who work overnight, and they just they they, they sleep during the day. Like, they don't have to sleep at night while they're working. Because <laughs> 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 by definition, you're not working; you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm the jerk for trying to like it's almost like i don't oh, so okay part of my job is to get into the door like i in order to do my job i have to enter this door and, and he's doing me a favor like i mean he is kind of doing me a favor because when you get to go in that side door you don't have to walk around the whole building but that's an option if you work early in the morning that you don't have to right. walk around and maybe if you're some girl walking you don't have to get attacked by a bunch of homeless people you could walk right in. But now I have to get stared down. This lady staring me down, yelling at me. Uh-uh. Next time I ain't opening the door. Next time you walk your ass around. Okay. Did she really say that? No, but that's what she, that's what she was thinking. She kept saying, uh-uh, uh-uh. That was a little extreme. She just kept saying, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Like, just I ain't opening the door. Like, that was fucking the next time she won't let you in. I just picture me getting chased down. I picture me getting chased down by someone with a gun. Please open the door. And she's like, uh-uh. 
Uh oh, walk around. I get shot. You just see the bullet go through the back of my head and the blood splatters on that window that she can see me on through. that glass. Yeah. And she just goes right back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> she just puts her head down. She's like, oh, and your snap. Your brain is running down the glass. And she's yeah. like, oh, well, I told him one. <laughs> well, it looks like he learned his lesson. <laughs> what was that? That was her snoring. Oh, <laughs> someone <laughs> fell asleep or something. <laughs> hey, it's used to people sleeping on the job. God, that's funny that it's like, honestly, a chore for you to get into work every day. How lazy are you when you sleep at work? Like, I mean, I get it. You're working late at night. But do you have to always have that sleepy I, I, face I, on? I don't get it. If you're working late at night, you stay awake for that. I mean, you sleep other hours. Because when you're at work, the one thing you don't do is sleep. Well, you could sit there and not do anything. Like that's the job. You sit there and wait for the door, the door to buzz. But the one thing you cannot do in this job is the only thing we ask is that you don't fall asleep while you're working. I mean, they're not right because, in some degree, aren't they security? Oh yeah, there's some type of security. They're wearing like a white security type shirt. Like it would almost be more acceptable for me to, to understand them falling asleep if they were like tax people. And they were just tired. And they were, <laughs> but, like, yeah. but, like, your job your job is literally to not fall asleep. Like, that's yeah. the one key. One criteria. You have you have one thing you have to do, and you're not doing it. And they're not even and trying to hide it. I mean, this guy, he sleeps, and then he, like, rubs the sleep. As he's hitting the button, he yawns and rubs the sleep out of his eyes. <sighs> he's always wiping the sleep out of his eyes as he's hitting the buzzer and yawning at the same time. Wouldn't you want to hide that you're sleeping? Like, oh, oh, hey, oh, hey, Mister uh, uh, Mano, how you doing? I mean, they don't know our names, of course. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> rubbing sleep out of his eyes for an hour. <sighs> if he has a sleep mask and like one of those long, <laughs> a long sleep cap, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the Scrooge sleep yeah, cap. Yeah, and and a sleeping nightgown. A one-piece nightgown with yeah. the back flap <laughs> over his butt. <laughs> and, and as he's sleeping, he has some kind of, of rag on his chest, and, and, and the wind, he, whoo, the breath makes it blow up, and then back down to his chest, and then back up and down. I just, <laughs> you just see that that clean or whatever just goes up and down. <laughs> when he's snoring, you mean he's. Blowing. He was blowing a Kleenex, is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, Vernon. Uh, Vernon, wake up. <laughs> Vernon, wake up. There's someone at the door. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> who? Who there? <laughs> who at the door? Oh, A? A there? Hang on. Don't ring the bell more than once, A! <laughs> That's how people uh, say my name. A lot of people can't say A, but they just call me A. Hang a. on, A! Mm. Hey, hang on. Oh, man. Vernon, there's someone at the door again. Oh, again? It's like, that's your job, <laughs> Vernon. It's not like it's Jehovah Witnesses at your door. For instance, <laughs> on a Sunday morning at 7 a.m., you get it, someone rings a doorbell. <laughs> yeah, it's not your It's not your house. <laughs> what? They at the door again? No, Vernon, this is your job, buddy. There's going to be people at the door all night because that's all you do is hit a button. And you're behind bulletproof glass. You don't even have to talk. You hit a button, wait for... And then the next door, they have to use their, their card to scan in. So then they scan in. That's it. That's all you have to do. The, the Jehovah Witnesses aren't coming at 7 a.m. Hey, I'd like to know if you'd like to learn more about Jesus or whatever the Jehovah Witnesses teach you about. Oh, my God. Oh, what? They back? Again? Oh, is someone else again? If he, if he says to you, man, you were just here yesterday. <laughs> you again? Damn. Man, walk around the building next time. Man, how many times are you going to come here? Man, you coming back tomorrow too? Man, I'll try to stay up for your dumb ass. <laughs> What's that thing people do when they're sick where they have a towel over the back of their head? It's like a humidifier or something. What is it? You know what I'm talking about? 
Where they like lean, <laughs> they lean over something with a towel yeah, over the back of the. Yeah, they lean over like a, a pot of steam to yeah. open themselves up. <laughs> Troop sitting there with that towel over his head. What? Oh man, are you? <sighs> How many times can you? Do you have to yawn every time I see you? Yeah. Could he, no, you know, no one needs. You know, yawning is just you doing it because you're selfish. You don't need to yawn ever. No one has to yawn. Yawning that's, is that, that's, no, that's, no, that's, that's, no, that's not. Yawn, some people yawn. Yawning is basically a lack of oxygen. That's why people <laughs> yawn. I never once yawned and felt like it was out of selfishness. No, but you don't. I'm just saying that you don't. You don't have to yawn hard and heavy every morning when I wake you up with the bell. <laughs> <laughs> Yawn. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's an angry yawn. Yeah. And you don't always have that much sleep in your eyes. You don't always have to have the big red mark on your forehead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not <laughs> A! Not A again! Anything's about what he accomplished that day. So, Vernon, what do you do at work today? <laughs> oh, man, we do a lot of heavy stuff there, man. Yo, we was busy all day, man. I let in A. I let in that one girl. I think I let in two other people. I was busy, man. I was busy day hovering. Yeah. You know, I got in a little sleep too. You know, I tried to I tried to get in a little bit of sleep, but they kept interrupting me with that stupidity. What's up like a you know, like when every once in a while you meet with like your manager to do like a six month. Oh, the evaluation? <laughs> evaluation. What is Vernon's evaluation like? So, Vernon, uh, we saw on camera that you sleep between six and seven hours of your eight-hour shift. <laughs> man, it's late, man. When do you expect me to sleep? Man, that's when everyone else sleeping. Why can't I sleep? Uh, Vernon, you understand that you're working third shift. Man, I was tired, man. Man, what? what you not? Was you sleeping that time? Yes, I was, Vernon, but I worked first shift. I rest my so, case. Case closed. <laughs> case closed. That's a solid case, too. <laughs> Man. Solid case by what, Vernon. What, what an answer. Man, I was tired. <laughs> Man, I was yeah, that tired. Is, that is a, that's a bulletproof case. Well, Vernon, <laughs> you did make some good points. <laughs> did you guys get a chance that's to see... That's the meeting. He says he was tired. Well, Vernon, you could make some pretty good points. Yeah. Vernon, we're going to move you up to mid-shift. Super- nah, I'll stay on overnight, man. <laughs> Vernon actually walks in with his like glass of warm milk and a book to go to sleep. Like He has on warm his milk. pajamas. <laughs> he, he shows up to sleep. <laughs> it's like Vernon Vernon uh, approaches this job like he's going to a sleep study. He's going there to sleep. Right, right. He's going there yeah. to sleep. And he might get interrupted a couple <laughs> times at night by a-holes like A. Uh, oh, man, there's that uh, asshole A. <laughs> oh, man. I was just in a dream, man. I had Rihanna <laughs> and Beyonce. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, stay! <laughs> did you guys get a chance to see Fuller House yet? No. What a horror! I did actually watch the pilot only because oh. Rachel watched it. I, I wouldn't have chosen to watch that on my own. I mean, I was it looking. Oh, horrible show! And it, it's oh, what a disappointment! Even you, Rachel, who I think really wanted to like it, even she couldn't say it was good. I mean, it's like Full House, only way lower quality, and now it's all characters I don't care about. Mm-hmm. And, and the baby is ugly. Sam, tell me you didn't notice that. Yeah, well, you know, it's hard because Michelle was a very cute baby, so it's hard to... That's a, that's a, that was a tough standard to, to live up to. And This baby isn't even cute. A, an actual uh, baby on the spectrum of much ugly. One of the uglier babies I've ever seen, actually. <laughs> Wasn't it? Good. I'm good. Sam, I'm glad you're on board with this. Ryan, when you yeah. see this baby, yeah. it's a big-headed, yeah. ugly, old man-faced baby. Like, no redeeming yeah, qualities. Like, um, have you ever seen... What is that movie? Um, 
um, with uh, the guy with uh, where Jack. Reverse, oh, Benjamin Brad Button. Yeah, so he looks like Benji, like the very end, like Benjamin Button, right, right before he died. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. it's <laughs> can't you, I mean, that's, if you want, that's the baby they pick. Shouldn't, I mean, unless unless it's like the creator's baby. Oh, I'm going to put my baby in. <laughs> yeah, let's put in Trevor and, and Jimmy, my two twins. And of course, it's twins again. Like with Michelle, it was Mary yeah. Kate and Ashley Olsen with Uncle Jesse's kid. Well, actually, they're twins, but they were both on the show. That's another mistake. They kept the original Nikki and Alex, Jesse's kids. Mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't believe how, how bad the show was, like how poorly acted. And, and Abe made a good point. A lot of people on that show haven't done any acting since Full House was canceled 20 years ago. Right. Uh, or whatever it was. So it, it's just, it really is an awful, awful. Well, one of the worst well, I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm sure, like me, you guys will catch the occasional Full House from time to time, right? Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I've, been, I've been watching it all week. It, it's, on, it's on every day. Yeah, like the original Full House. If you watch it, and, and Jill and I were watching it the other night, and I commented, it's it really is one of the cheesiest shows ever made. It's it's not a good show. No, I it's mean, I, just the nostalgia. Like I, I and, like, and that's, and that's exactly what I said. I the only reason I'm going to sit through, like, I was saying this is the, one of the worst shows, but I didn't change it, and I like got excited when another one started. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's almost oh, like yeah. a punishment you enjoy. It's not good. <laughs> like the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch is the same way. I watched a Brady Bunch episode where the kids were pretending that there was. Like uh, the house was haunted because some lady right. was trying to move in, and 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 they're running around with goat with sheets on, like they're ghosts. But, but, yeah, 60s TV is a lot different. And Ellis, yeah, Ellis ghosts. thought they were ghosts. Oh, there's ghosts in the house. Yeah, but and see the same thing though. It's like I can't imagine Fuller. I really, and I know you guys will probably say yes, it is, but I can't imagine Fuller House is any worse than that episode of the Brady Bunch or. Like you're right, Jesse and Joey doing Rush Hour Renegades. But I have no connection I mean, to Stephanie and DJ's three you know, sons. Here's one of the problems with Fuller House is that they actually what they try to do most of the show is actually trying to recreate scenarios from the old show. And then mm-hmm. for all, obviously, a Full House has a lot of hardcore fans like Abe who continue to watch it like in perpetuity every single day for 20 years, 25 <laughs> years, whatever it is on multiple cable channels. Um, but what they try to do. Is they actually try to people act, like hey we watch it on multiple cable channels. <laughs> what they do is they act out they act out certain scenarios. How about it? They like and not only do they act like out forever when they sing forever. Happen, well, then they actually then then they come back and they show it as it was in like 1992. So it's like people who were watching Fuller House or most of y'all hardcore fans who remember everything about the show. So yeah, why no one stumbled upon Full House. Full House. No. Why do they feel the need to not only copy these things almost as they were exactly, only right. now they're all older and worse actors, and then they actually have to show the old version as well? Like, that's just really poor. Well, even even the intro of the show, it'll show the original pictures of Stephanie from the original intros. Then it shows Stephanie now in front of a green screen with a stupid look on her face. Mm. Why not show another in-action clip to go along with the... T- you know what I'm saying, Ryan? Like, they'll have the yeah. one where she's pulling the sock out of Comet's mouth, the one where she's mm-hmm. doing whatever else, and then it's her in front of a green screen with a dumb smile. Just show an in-action shot from this season to go along with the other two. Yeah. And the forever. Crazy. So my favorite... One of my favorite moments in Full House is when Jesse and the Ripper sing forever. They, they recreated it on this new show. Horrible. It, it was... It was it wasn't even good. Like every and and on this show, the show's just about DJ Stephanie, Kimmy Gibbler, and DJ's kids. The other people just make cameos, mm-hmm. which they, they kind of you know they they make you think everyone's on the show, but they're not. I watched the first three yeah. episodes and the final episode, and they all weren't that good. I mean, it's it's like you said, Ryan. It's really not worse than Full House, but without feeling a connection to the characters. It's not right. you, you can't sit through it. It would be like me sing through an episode of the King of the One and Done. Like the King the of Queen the King of Queens or something. Like I don't I don't watch that show. I'm sure it's just as cheesy as Full House, just as good as Full House. But I just can't right. sit through it. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta go, Sam, you gotta watch Full House? I do. Fuller House I have to uh keep watching, so Alright, Ryan and I will finish up this last ten minutes then. Alright, gentlemen. See ya. Talk to you next week. Let's see. There's a full hole. There's a full hole porn. Yeah. <laughs> what's, it, what's it called? Full holes, right? Yeah. <laughs>
All the actors have been replaced by <laughs> porn stars. Full holes. Then the names are like, instead of Danny Tanner, it's Handy Tanner. <laughs> BJ is BJ. Of Kimmy course. Gobbler. Oh, there's one storyline, Ryan, that you'll love on, on Fuller House. Stephanie Tanner is a world-famous DJ, and her DJ name is DJ Tanner. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah, so she's like, I'm DJ Tanner, and then DJ's like, no, I'm DJ Tanner. See, that would actually be funny if, like, that would actually be a funny, quick, subtle thing. Like, if she was, you know, not even, like, they they probably just went too heavy-handed with the joke. Like, that would actually be funny in just quick passing, but instead of them... Of course, they're going to call attention to it. No, I'm DJ Tanner. And, and, and of course, DJ's husband died. They mentioned it for 30 seconds. Here, here, here's how much they mentioned the father. Oh, things are hard. But, you know, my husband died doing what he loved doing, fighting fires. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> who would have that conversation? Who would, who would be happy with that? If your husband was a firefighter and he died, no one loves fighting fires. Sure, they love their job, but it, you don't say he died doing dying dying doing what you love doing would be like, oh, he died having sex. He died right. Um, he died like Hawk Harrelson always says, the White Sox announcer. I want to die like this. Oh, you could put it on the board, and he wants yep. to fall over calling a White Sox game. Uh, totally. That's dying what you love doing. Dying fighting a fire is a tragedy that you got burnt up or you got, or, 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 or that the roof fell on your head. Oh, well, at least he died doing what he loved doing, fighting fires. I mean, what a horrible, what a horrible, and just to mention that for 30 seconds and then not care yeah. again. And, and so the baby is a newborn, like a few months old. So that means he just died like a few months he just ago. just died and she's speaking of him like. In already that positive a light, like and, the, the situation, and she's already in a love triangle with Steve and her new and some other guy. I couldn't, I, I couldn't catch who the other guy was. I think it's her boss or coworker. She's immediately in a love triangle, and her husband just died, and no one else on the show cares that her husband died or barely mentions it. Wow! And then there's a scene where Danny Tanner kisses this really hot woman, and he's like, "How you doing, Mrs. Tanner?" So he's married now, apparently. I mean, it's just like things they throw in there for no reason. Like, why does Danny Tanner have to have a hot wife? It's not Vicky. No, it's some other chick. Vicky. I think I don't think did Vicky. Did the show end with him and Vicky together? I don't know. I figured. No, I I don't know how it ended. I just figured Vicky would be Vicky would probably be a they they would bring. I mean, when you think of Danny's love interest, Vicky's probably the first one that comes to mind. Yeah, I'm just surprised they didn't bring Vicky back. She's probably so disgusting now. They didn't want her on camera. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> and I always love how, like, in Full House, the original, like, the girls are always trying to get, like, if, I, my parents were, are still married, and they were married when I was growing up. I can't imagine if there was a divorce. I mean, oh, well, my mom, my mom was a single mother. You wouldn't ever find me saying, hey, mom, what do you think about Harry the mechanic? Exactly, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. You probably weren't egging your mom on to call over a gentleman. No. Hey, mom, you know Mr. Pelomino is also single. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then my and, and then my friend uh my friend jerry and i jerry pelomino and his dad we hey let's get them together where can we get them together why don't we all go get ice cream we have to meet at the same time though oh mom oh my God. jerry what are you doing here mom you know mr pelomino right oh hello mrs cannon how you doing Oh, hi, hi, Mr. Pelomino. And then me, Jerry and I give each other five as we're eating our ice cream. And you guys, like, slip off to go play Pac-Man yeah. or something, like, oh, quietly. Jerry and I are going to go play. You guys talk. And then, yeah. wow, they're really hitting it off. My mom yeah, and Mr. Like- Pelomino. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are little kids invested in that stuff? That's the last thing I'd ever want. Ever. Yeah. Like I would, if, if Mr. Pelomino ever came around, I would just, I'd find a way to get out of the situation. Right. Oh, mom, you don't want to talk to Mr. Pelomino. He's a pedophile. Or something. Yeah. Didn't, and, and if I remember correctly, didn't Michelle pretend to get her head stuck in a fence so that Vic, they would call Vicky? And Vicky had to come rush over. To I, I, yes, I do vaguely remember that. <laughs> but she really didn't. She just put her head in between two boards in the fence. 
<laughs> and then when Vicky got there, Michelle took her head out, and they were like, girls. And they said, we just wanted you and Vicky to be together. Why are there about like three or four episodes where on Full House they get their heads stuck in between boards? Because there was it's another like a, one where DJ was classic, babysitting. Like, it's probably a, a classic sitcom. They, sitcoms yeah. love certain things, like putting right. holes in things, like <laughs> accidental holes in walls. That's like a big thing for them. <laughs> you put a hole in the wall! We're dead meat! And then finding comical ways to cover it up. Like, they probably did that in four or five. I'm sure they did that in the Brady Bunch. Oh, yeah. Well, they broke, the, the mom always said, don't play ball in the house, where they broke the lamp right. or the vase. Yeah. Yeah, they love breaking things. And then they, they're all masters of gluing stuff together. They get the super glue and it looks perfect. Yep. But then the water just starts leaking really slow out of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw a guy at the gym yesterday and he had a tattoo on his arm that said the world is yours but he looked like oh someone who did not get like the world isn't his no he's the, he's the wrong guy to have the world is yours tattoo because the world has failed him yeah i feel like the only people that could have that too with the tattoo are like richard branson the rock yeah the right exactly <laughs> yeah look if the like, rock had that tattoo you know i'd be like oh it makes sense yeah, and it'd be accurate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the world is yours. He just—he was a slob. Of course, he had to wear a, sleeve, <laughs> a sleeveless shirt at the gym. <laughs> the world is yours with that big, you know, from Scarface. The big like world. It had, you know, yeah, yeah. you've seen that before. He's the wrong, the wrong guy to have. Uh, the world is yours. <laughs> um, before we wrap this up, so we we moved into the new building at work. And somehow, <laughs> I don't know how this happened, but right now I have my own corner office, like looking at the Chicago theater. I saw a text today. I was at work, but I saw, I, I quickly looked down and I thought that you were sending that to someone else's office. No, no, no. That was my office. <laughs> That's your own office? Well, I mean, technically some you of us. You probably are, share it with like a person or two. I, I don't though. Like, uh, okay. it's pretty much my own office. Right, because the other guy he he has a studio, so he's never in there. So it's basically just my office. Yeah, and so there's no computer, and, and it's it's a huge corner office overlooking the Chicago Theater with a huge window. And so, <laughs> so I set it up to make it look like I'm some important player mm-hmm. at, at the at the station. So I don't know if you saw those pictures, Ryan, but there's there's like a, a bulletin board or like a a pin board in the office. So I put three categories on, on post-it notes. I put to do, done, and coming up next month. So for to do, I put Monday meeting with all CEOs. That was one post-it. Wednesday, lunch with Slash. Friday, Metallica unplugged meeting. Then, then I put done, Rolling Stones proposal. Uh, voice, oh my God, vo- voiceover session with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and then my, my personal favorite in the done category, John Varvatos fitting. Dude, that's <laughs> awesome. And then I put coming up next month, Bono U2 interview, speaking engagement in London, LA and Vegas conferences. Then I, pr- oh my God. then I printed out a picture of Slash. <laughs> And I had uh, Kathy, who I work with, because she has good handwriting. Yeah. She wrote, to my rock and roll bro, Abe, slash. See, I, I've been so busy at work lately. I, like, glanced at these. I thought, I was so mistaken as to what was happening. That's hilarious. And I if you, you if you read the text messages, Bass is so jealous that I have that office. I mean, he took pictures of it. He's mad. Oh, I see Abe needs his own office. And he, I, so I basically, here's my recap of it. I thought yesterday you met Slash. I thought <laughs> today, all I read was Bass's anger over somebody. I didn't even know it was you. I thought, I thought Bass was pissed at a guy that worked there who left at 11 a.m. at his own office. <laughs> I thought Bass was venting just about some other guy there who doesn't deserve an office. That's how angry he was. Yeah. <laughs> so that was about you yeah <laughs> jesus dude that's funny 
the the best. I, I just love the and and I interviewed this intern today, and I couldn't stop laughing because I was sitting at this huge desk, and he was look. He had to be looking at that board, and I said, "Oh, by the way, you know, I just put all this stuff up because I think it's funny." He's like, "Yeah, you know, uh." Oh, ha, 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 I had no idea. And then I said, oh, you didn't realize that Slash autograph was fake? He goes, well, that one I was thinking about. No, you weren't. Who no, that's not the one. That's, that's the that, one you think is real. That, that, <laughs> actually, you think it's all real, but then that's the one you're least confused by. If you see a Slash autograph, and then you see things like London Conference or whatever, those right. are the things you might, and you'd still think those are all real because he did. Oh, well, that that was the one that I did think might not be real. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> So so you're so you're you're an expert on autographs? That's not yeah. Slash's autograph. He has a different he has he has a different swoop in his ass. That's not the Slash swoop. <laughs> yeah, you know, when I saw I I thought something was fishy when I saw that Slash. <laughs> no you didn't. <laughs> That's the last thing you thought was fishy. Uh, slash aut- who who in a rock and roll radio station would have a Slash autograph? It's almost impossible. How, how would you get such a thing at a rock station in Chicago? That's impossible. Well, I was. That's the, it's funny you say that because I was going to say that slash autograph looks a little fishy. I actually shouldn't have given him the internship based on that. I did anyway because I'm nice. But I should said, you know what? I can't do this with you. It's yeah. not going to work out. This isn't going to work out. Thank you. I thought it was going to work out, but. It just so unfortunately it's just not gonna just not gonna happen. You know what's funny too? I, I always leave the door open in that office and when I come in the next morning it's always closed. So someone either closes it out of disgust, or maybe the cleaning lady closes it. I don't know who closes the door. But I want it open so that anyone who walks by could look at like if you see a board that says to do like that and, and you could see it pretty big, wouldn't you peek in and just read it? Of course. So I'm hoping that everyone in there reads Oh my god, wait, what are we doing with Metallica? Unplugged? We're doing a Metallica unplugged. Oh wait, Abe, so Abe's not here today because he's at the John Varvados fitting. But um, but what's this I hear about uh, you two and you guys are interviewing Bono? That's pretty cool, man. <laughs> right, we'll ra- we'll wrap it up on that and uh, yeah, cool. We should be at full strength next week. You got it. Talk right, to you later. Thank you, Abe. For all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.